Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by a very healthy and very active Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm in the prime of my life, Connor. <laughs> every day is a treat at the minute. <laughs> sound like mole man <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been better I'll Welcome be honest to episode 7 of the agonising day <laughs> my agonising life run every sense <laughs> that's a good mole man quote <laughs> I just so Sean you are obviously incredibly healthy and you're here this week to kind of like maybe I'm thinking you host it this week kind of lead that's, it I'm going to bring a bit of energy to yeah. the piece I'm feeling week. a bit down have, yeah. after having a tough day so I'm going to throw you the bat on and maybe you are like introduce it maybe introduce all the patreons maybe do all the stories what do you want to do yeah (laughs) what i would like to do connor is to ask everyone to rate us five stars (laughs) on spotify that wasn't set up but now it kind of sounds like charity even yeah if i don't get those five stars i'm gone this is one of those old yeller me out the back of this is one of those ads you see on the tv that they're like this child's gonna die in two weeks you do not give us a euro Yeah, but Connor is just holding a gun to my head and my immune system. (laughs) Sean's going to cough himself to death if you don't give five stars on Spotify. It's not like it's not even the, the, you know, the cough that was going around for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. it's just a regular cough. Not even the exciting one. It's just a basic bitch cough. Basic bitch mm. cough. I knew that was always going to get you. <laughs> 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 um, so we're new, Sean. I was going to ask, what do we do here? But you have spent the week okay. gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. Yeah. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who's been too busy having his voice drop another octave in the last week to look at any weird news. Here's the thing, from all the hate mail that I could see, a lot yeah. of people were hoping that I would get a sore throat and my voice really? would drop an octave to match your one already deep. Do we get hate mail and you shield it from Oh, I, I, it's all about me. 
Oh, right. Well, that's fine in my book. <laughs> I, no, well, I know who it's sent from, so I go to my mother's house and I say, why another one, ma'am? No, please. Please, I've said it so many times. <laughs> you don't even like DC. Why are you listening? <laughs> Oh, but that's Sean. He's a lovely fella. <laughs> they, they always say you're a lovely boy. Um, so, Sean, you probably don't know this, but we no. had a Christmas special Patreon episode that came out this weekend. I, I blacked out the whole yeah. time. <laughs> you, we did it in person. You came over yeah. to my house. We exchanged Christmas time. gifts and we reviewed yeah. the movie The Santa Claus. And that's all up on the Patreon right now to listen it's, to? It's basically all up for everyone to listen to. It's a whole extra content episode, yeah. Oh my God, and did anything else happen in that episode? Not that I can think of. So oh, good. <laughs> We're going to leave a little bit of spice. That's it. There's a little secret in the episode if anyone wants to go listen to it. But you've got to go over to the Patreon. The link's down yeah, below. It's, it's only on the Patreon. Well, it's not, yeah, and also the Santa, Santa Claus, it's a movie. Um, Santa Claus review, gift exchange. You know, it's all there. So I also won Christmas this year. I'm very proud of that. Oh, yeah. Big time. Kicked Big your time. ass this Hard time. to top, I'll be honest. <laughs> you got battered, lad. <laughs> I got hammered He got hammered so bad in the Christmas gift given. He's pulling a sickie. He's yeah. pretending like he's ill. Got beat so bad he took my voice. <laughs> so, John, weird news. We're going to start this week with... I think a very important story. An elderly couple uh, this week were in shock because um, this is in Pembrokeshire. And mm. uh, the headline I have for the this small news article shot is Garden Ornament Turns Out to Be a Live Bob. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's like a, that's a, that's a, that's like genuinely, and I know we bring it up a lot. That's like a plot from The Shield with yeah. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> You can't start a sentence with I know we bring it up a lot and then end it with Michael she- Michael Chiklis and the TV show from 2005, The Shield. The Shield comes up more often than you would think on this podcast. I think The Shield, the TV show from 2005 starring Michael Chiklis, actually yeah, yeah. comes up more than maybe Spider-Man on the podcast. I, honest to God, it might. Yeah. The, uh, do you know last Christmas I made a gingerbread Michael Chiklis no, and I tagged didn't. him in it? It was the thing, but I tagged Michael Chiklis on Instagram, but I, he didn't see it at all. The, and the I Chickmeister himself, he'd like that though. I, if he'd seen it, he'd like it. If he had seen it. However, I didn't realise I had sent it on the first day of Hanukkah, where traditionally pe- uh, Jewish people don't use electronics and don't turn things on. So there, there was not a hope that Michael Chiklis you gotta would have seen it. you got to read the Chiklis regime, man. This is He's the gotta thing. He's got to find that calendar. What's he up to? He's, he's a busy man. Yeah, Look, he's, he's, that, he's running the fire department down there as if well. If we're honest, that was probably very inconsiderate of you. and I, I probably would block oh, you from him. I didn't think, I'm cancelled, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Chickless is cancelled. I got cancelled by Chickless. The only man I'll accept cancellation I have from. to be honest with you. If it came to a situation where you were both falling off a mountain and one person was Michael Chickless and the other person was you, I'd hesitate. And I, I, I'd think oh, Michael Chickless percent my, it is. My, we can't lose treasured actor. <laughs> we Michael can't Chiklis. lose Chickless. <laughs> we wish you a Michael Chickless. <laughs> if you don't know who Michael's Chick, Michael Chickless is, this doesn't matter. <laughs> Everyone knows who Michael Chickless is. No, they is. don't. <laughs> he played the thing in Fantastic Four 2005. <laughs> he was in The Shield. Do you remember that TV show, The Shield? Yeah, about fires and such. He did a TV show about the su- a superhero family in 2007. Yeah. He was the dad. He's, he's a storied actor. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're like what the Michael Chiklis fan club um, <laughs> so Sean yes the garden ornament turns out to be a live bomb an elderly couple were left in shock after re- realising that their beloved garden ornament had a pretty terrifying truth about it so whether you do it for fun or as a hobby or you're a serious landscaper for your own property this seems like a word fill in yeah, the article yeah it's one of those word count kind of stories yeah, isn't it journalists get word counts they gotta fill it so for example we all know that having a presentable home is a priority for many people and gardening is just an extension of that and the gardening is a hyperlink in which when you click on it it takes you to the wikipedia page for gardening Jesus fucking Christ none of that adds any interest to this article. Um, but what happens when you decide on an old dummy missile as part of your decor to find that it's not actually as harmless as you'd initially thought? This is what happened to Sian C- C- and Jeffrey Edwards from Milford Haven. Uh, they now feel like it was like the pass of it passing of an old friend when their display bomb was actually a real bomb. Sorry. So they fully intended to have a bomb as a garden ornament. Now look, the bomb itself is just like, it's very dark red, but it just looks like, I don't know, it's it's not bomb looking. You wouldn't look at it and say, that's a bomb. We're not thinking, like, it's not like sphere with a fuse coming out of it. No, it, or like, it doesn't have TNT not, written on the side. It's just okay. like a cylinder with like a code at the top that's all just dark red, but kind it's fairly flat edge, like, it's not pointy. Not pointy at Rounded all. Rounded edges, sorry. And is there a shark face drawn on the There is both a shark face and a, a picture of a bomb exploding on a small town and killing multiple children. I see, mm. I see. What's the payload like? How much damage are we talking? Oh, you could probably... Nuclear? N- nuclear level? <laughs> like, well, this is the, like... Because how much damage would it do if it had gone off in their garden? Were they sitting with something that could have destroyed the town? So apparently the bomb the bomb dates back to the late 19th century um, and it's an explosive that was used by Mrs. Edwards to smack her town over to remove dirt after gardening. So <laughs> She was lettering the bomb she the whole time. She was shine out of the bomb. She's just fucking throwing rocks at it. <laughs> so I threw a few kicks at it to get the muck off me shoes every day. Even if you were told it was deactivated, I wouldn't go, you know, antagonising the bomb. Yeah. Um, however, it all came to a head last Wednesday when police knocked on the door to tell them that they had seen their bomb and would need to contact the Ministry of Defence as a precaution. Why do I think the Ministry of Defence reminds me of Harry Potter? The Ministry, ministry of Magic? Yeah, but like when you say the Ministry of... My brain doesn't go like government. It goes... Well, he fights Voldemort in episode five, or movie five, book five. Like, That's, yeah, it's yeah, it's probably the first time you were exposed to that word. I mean, you were only what twenty three when you read those books. I was, I was two weeks ago, so uh, 45? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's the first time you ever heard that word. <laughs> yeah. You you didn't know what a government was. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what the word of meant. <laughs> so just one hour later they were notified that a bomb squad would be pulling up the next day to deal with it <laughs> If it, look if it's that fucking urgent send the bomb squad the same day yeah, I've never heard of a next day delivery bomb squad no they're very much a in the moment kind of a like response if you team. have a bomb you can't get the call back that says we're busy at the minute we'll be there on Thursday 
I like uh, the idea that the bomb squad has like a rota of like, ah, oh, you're in Cork on Thursday. You need to drive down there. It's that's wild to me. <laughs> or we all we all said we were going out for John's birthday on the fucking Tuesday night. We're not going to be there till Thursday. Wednesday's a write off, lads. I have yeah. to be honest. I'm going to be fucking hung over to shit. I left the shakes, to be honest. You won't want me there. <laughs> um, so apparently, um, completely unable to sleep, which makes sense. Yeah. You've been told there's a live bomb in your garden and they won't be here until maybe, oh, 48 to 72 hours. And I know it's like that, that bomb's been there for years, probably, mm. and it hasn't gone off. But in my head, it's like, no, this is the night Things that have it changed. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it knows. Now it knows I'm aware. <laughs> now it knows that I know that it knows that I know yeah. it's a bop. Yeah, yeah, and it knows it's going to be taken out. Yeah. So, so Mr. I, Edwards I told the BBC of all places, "We didn't sleep a wig all night. It knocked us for six. I told the bomb disposal unit, "We're not leaving the house. We're staying here. If it goes up, we're going to go up with it." <laughs> That's a psychotic move, Mr. Edwards. Edwards, let, come on, come into me, come into me here now, right? If yeah. there's a fucking bob, forty yards away from me in the garden, just move, just for one night, just yeah. go to somewhere else, just go to the pub, and then figure it out from there. Just <laughs> to show the dead plan. <laughs> yeah, wait for it all to blow over. Um, when the Ministry of Defence arrived the following morning and removed the 64-pound projectile, um, their tests proved that the bomb was indeed live with an amount of charge in it. <laughs> I oh, a six. I don't know how. I don't know how to scale that, but that sounds dangerous. Sixty-five pounds sounds like too much of a bomb. If I said there was a one-pound bomb, but it was right on your seat, I think you would still be like, "It's not good." I don't think there's any level of bomb that mm. I would be okay being around. If yeah, it's active. like regardless of how small it is, like I'm thinking, I'm still probably going to be the only one that dies. Yeah, apparently, uh, just very briefly, what I'm looking at here. Some sixty-five-pound bombs were used in by the Japanese Navy. In yeah, World it's a War naval II. projectile, is what it is. What the fuck, man? Yeah, they just have it in their garden. This is insane. The, and she was hitting it with towels. Yo, she was fucking cleaning off that towel, lad. They let the kids hit it with sticks. <laughs> it does it say how much damage that this could have done? I don't think it does because I I feel like they don't want, really want to say it. Just in terms of there might be a reduced amount of charge. So maybe originally, if it goes off, blows everybody up. But yeah. now it's been like a hundred years, so maybe it only has like a quarter of the power it once had. But they can't actually be sure. So if it goes off, it's one of those. Let's just try it out and see. Let's just see what happens yeah. here. I think they should take them along. I think what the British government should do is they should spend an exorbitant amount of money to perfectly re- recreate their garden and house on some kind of bomb disposal site. <coughs> and then I want them... Because he said he was fine staying yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I want them to make Mr. Edwards watch while they explode that bomb in situ. And see the devastation it would have Just caused. Just like Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was big, it was covered with five tons of sand and detonated in an unused quarry. Um, the couple were crushed, apparently, with Mr. Edwards saying, It was an old friend. I'm so sorry that the poor old thing was blown to pieces. <laughs> this cunt needs to get his priorities in order. 
Because he was sleeping on a live bomb. I have to be honest with you, it does seem like Mr. Edward loved the bomb more than he loves his own family. Yeah, he was willing to stay there and endanger himself and his wife. Yeah. Just for the sake of Well, he of the wants to go out with the bomb. He doesn't want to go with her. Fuck her. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, you would have to pull him away from the bomb at the end, I'm sure. He can't also make that decision for his wife to be like, nah, we're staying here. <laughs> I, well, I suppose technically you can, but you shouldn't. Go to a hotel. Like. <laughs> so apparently how they got it was warships for the Royal Navy used to drop anchor in the nearby bay and point their goods towards the beach. Then they would use the sand for practice. They'd make sure there was nobody on the sands, of course, before they course. did it. Um, they call out heads before they started. Yes. Um, well, apparently, um, his old Pop Morris... <laughs> All Pop Morris is now involved. <laughs> was, he went around delivering lemonade and he was going down to the beach one day with a horse and cart and found the shell nearly 100 years ago. And he just took it. He struggled back up the beach with it and put it on the back of his cart and then just had a seven mile ride home. On a bumpy fucking horse and cart. Yeah. And and he had, he had a light. And then he put it in the backyard. And then he put it standing upright in the garden. And that's where it's remained to this day. For like a hundred years. Yeah. And it hasn't exploded. No. What the fuck? <laughs> would, would it ever have exploded? Like, would it ever have exploded? Well, I suppose it depends what hits it. Because, like, if it's in the garden, let's just give a hypothetical. Car crash, right? Yeah. Cars about to hit each other in front of the uh, in front of the house. One veers off, maybe goes into the garden, hits the ornament. I mean, surely it's going off. Like, you're unlucky enough to crash the car. Yeah. But to crash into an unexploded century bomb. The one unexploded bomb within probably 500 yards, yeah. It's wild that that was never declared to anyone. Like, the first they heard of it is that presumably some new neighbour moved in and rang the police and was like, listen, you should maybe take a look at this. His old pop used to be in the Navy and he was like, hang on, that fucking bomb looks a bit familiar to the one that killed old pop. Yeah. Yeah, and his horse and his cart and his all cat. wiped out. <laughs> I like the idea there was multiple and there was lots of carts taking them home and one by one they were exploding. But po- old, old Pop Morris, he just kept fucking riding. He was like, it can't be the bombs. You, you couldn't stop him. No. He thought it was the horses were exploding. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? What do these horses eat? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we need to move on, Sean, because I never get to say these five words in a row. And I felt okay. like a story once, sometimes a story comes along that like we're never going to pass up. And it's right. about an escapee, maybe a convict who escaped police custody. Um, because right. I have runaway kangaroo punches police officer. <laughs> Fair play to the kangaroo. Uh, um, a fugitive- a punch from a kangaroo is wild. They're more of a kicker. Are we all not thinking that it has fucking boxing gloves on? Oh, it's, it's the only way I ever is, is imagined. That, are they not bored with boxing gloves? I, I'm not quite sure. That's what they keep in the pouch. Yeah, of course. Least. Little Joey's going to go fuck themselves. A fugitive kangaroo to spend four days on the road in Canada. I, I wouldn't, I'd give you good oh. money if you'd predicted Canada. 
He's not even in his elements. Like. No. He was caught by police on Monday, but not before it managed to pu- punch a police officer in the face while being captured. Like, I, I love... You shouldn't do it, but there is, an, with alarming regularity, there's videos of people fighting kangaroos. <laughs> and the kangaroo always wins. Yeah, until he, until they get, like, the human gets one good punch in. Yeah. But I feel at that point, then... I feel it's one of those situations where if the human doesn't win, then it's kind of fun. But if the human does win, it loses a lot of its charm. It's, yeah, there's no honour, really, in winning no. it, beating a kangaroo. There's a really fucked film called Outback. Uh, and it's there's a scene in it. It's set in, like, the Australian Outback. But there's a scene in it where a lot of lads just go out and fight kangaroos. But it was like a low-budget film, so they just actually went out and fought kangaroos and filmed it. It's very strange. And you know they did not have insurance for that. Oh, not a chance. No, 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 no. They didn't have seatbelts at the time. (laughs) So the kangaroo, uh, this was from the Durham Regional Police Service, and it said it received an unlikely call from a member of the public claiming to have seen a kangaroo hopping around Oshawa, 40 miles east of Toronto. I mean, you're not believing that, surely. You're not answering that call, are you? You're not going out and checking. Um, The kangaroo had escaped while being transferred between zoos and was spotted hopping down the side of a highway by bewildered motorists. Uh, the officers were, who were dispatched were briefed on the best way to subdue a kangaroo. <laughs> it's Crocodile Dundee on the other end of the line. Like, talking <laughs> him through it. In Australia, but he's like... It's he, an extortionate phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the phone rings, and he's just like, I gotta get this. Just like, yeah. don't wake up. I gotta get this. You're, you're, you're on. You're, yeah, you're, you're on with Steve. Uh, we've talked about this before, that zoos are kind of a weird concept. Don't like them. a kangaroo should not exist in Canada. Nah, brother, let the kangaroo back. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I'm all about, you know, conservation and preservation and all that. Surely it's better if that kangaroo's in Australia. Yeah, I'm go- <laughs> there is no part of you that can tell me that kangaroo prefers the cold yeah. of Toronto. Why is there a polar bear in Dublin? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. A polar bear cannot be happy. It just no. can't be. It's just factually, it doesn't happen. We barely want to be here. <coughs> Never mind him. Yeah. He, we don't don't make him suffer a lot. Um, the officers who were dispatched were, as I said, briefed on the best way to subdue a kangaroo. So in accordance with the best practice by the handlers, the officers actually were told to grab it by the tail when they go down, which I feel is a terrible idea. I feel like that tail is really strong and can swing around. But like if you're still if you got the tail, you could like the kicks can still happen. I don't think he can kick behind him. I think he's a front kick because I think they balance back on the tail and oh, then do a kick. Oh, so you take away the power. Yeah, yeah. So if now if he tries to kick, he's just going to fall over. Now we all laugh at him. I think the best part of this whole thing was it said only one of the officers was struck in the face during the apprehension. He'll be just fine. And then there's a full stop and then it says, we won't be continuing that investigation. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the kangaroo is not a suspect. We're what not investigation? <laughs> you know who did it? That's true. That's why they're not continuing. Case but like, closed. But it's not even an investigation. Like it doesn't deserve to even have the word investigation even near it. Because if you go out and you get punched, you don't need to investigate that. Like true. Everyone seen the kangaroo fuck you up, lad. But why did he punch? 
Was it in self-defence? Because you were trying to capture him. Do you think kangaroos should be subject to the same laws as other animals? Because they don't feel like regular animals. Yeah, but you could say that about anything. Are you saying snakes should obey the same laws as other animals? Snakes are regular animals. Hmm. But a kangaroo is different. A kangaroo is a guy. (laughs) A kangaroo is like, he's one of the lads. He's one of the boys. He's one of the lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the crew. I don't know what it is. He just he has personality, There's but not in the way that a dog has personality. Mm. But does a dog follow the same rules? Dog is still an animal, so it follows animal rules. Okay, what about bears? Bears are a weird one. Mm. Yeah, bears aren't animals. Bears are bears are dudes. <laughs> what about monkeys? Monkeys are dudes. Monkeys are dudes. <laughs> yeah. And dudes and dudettes are the monkeys. Yeah, that's it. And they, like they just they shouldn't fall under the same bracket as yeah. animal because they have. Something about him. Like a, a cockroach ju- and, I don't know, a monkey shouldn't be in the same no. level in terms of like laws. They're both technically fine, but, like, not really. In the same way that, like, a dolphin is a lot different from a crab. <laughs> you know? This might be the worst David Attenborough documentary anyone has ever put together. Look, fucking six degrees of separation or whatever. If someone can get me in a room with David Attenborough to talk about this, <laughs> just, let's make it happen. And like, he's 99 years old. Like, he's yeah, heard it this all. this is what kills him. And you just come to him with this and he's like, I have never met a stupider person. <laughs> you baffle me, sir. You are so dumb. Did you see this, the dolphin that has opposable thumbs? Yeah, we're fucked. Oh, we're done, lad. We we're are done. We're so done. Yeah, that, that came out like today or yesterday. Yeah, the dolphins have opposable thumbs. It was 30 degrees in October. Mm. It's all over. Once they start learning how to use guns, we we have no retort. There's definitely guns in the ocean somewhere <laughs> that they can figure out. And if those dolphins get a hold of them, like, I mean, there's probably naval fucking shit, explosion like devices that haven't blown up. Mm. Like, they can already breathe on land for a bit. Yeah. So I just you need only to learn need, to walk. And I really, you only need a bit <laughs> to fucking fu- set fire to some things. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And like start at the beaches and then mo- work your way inland. Normandy, this shit. <laughs> but like they could just make the beach continue on, consist. Oh, like just keep blowing it up beach. as you go along. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's good. Do you think the dolphins would understand the poetic irony if they invaded Earth? Uh, or the surface world, but they landed at Normandy. Do you think the dolphins would get that and appreciate it? I feel like... I think if you explained this to them while they were murdering you and your family and your loved one, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think you could. Okay. Yeah. I think that'd be good. I think that'd be think the last thing do- they, re- they would remember of you. You'd be explaining the history of Normandy while they butchered everyone you know. Yeah, but I feel they'd respect me in death. They'd be like, he taught us something. They'd kill you swiftly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'd give me a kindness. You'd be 100% trying to join them. <laughs> Dude, if I can, I'll join the dolphins. And I don't even like it here, lads. I want them dead as well. Put me in the sea. <laughs> and they do. And just, it's a neck, the neck shot is just you floating down to dead. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, the kangaroo gave up and surrendered peacefully to the police officer. He held his hands up. <laughs> And they'd say that in a statement. That the kangaroo surrendered peacefully. Which is like the opposite of what they said. They said the kangaroo punched some officers in the face. Yeah, but after that, after that one punch, he was like, oh, okay, I fucked oh, look, up. You got See, me. again, he's, he's, yeah, he's a different level of animal. Yeah. He understands surrender. <laughs> I don't think he understood surrender. I think they just captured him. Like, they got him down to the ground. 
Do you think it's... I know, I feel like a kangaroo would keep another pet, you know? Like, <laughs> here are the rules. I, I, just, I just tried to express this as best I can here. So, like, you got to have an animal that you think could keep another animal as a pet. Yes, it's like monkeys, definitely. Oh, 100%. Could, could you pet. see an animal with a parrot on its shoulder, is the question. Oh, that's a very good one. Mm. Weirdly, parrots as well. I'll tell I you. I'll tell you what I see. Elephant. Go for a elephant. Hundred percent. Hundred percent has a parrot on its with no elephant shoulders with a on, on its, its back. <laughs> Absolute dude of an animal. <laughs> never forgets. Ne- not. Once. He will never forget a birthday with an elephant. I'll tell you that now. Alligator. How do you feel about that? Mm, untrustworthy, but maybe a dude. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah they could be I, dude to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think they have agendas. You know, these animals. <laughs> You've got an agenda. <laughs> they've, got a, they've got an end goal or a plan, at least. I don't, I feel like <clears throat> a, a kangaroo would live in a house no one on wouldn't. its own. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a kangaroo Pouring putting something a, on a shelf. Pulling like, himself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah. And it, but no, he'd pour it into his pouch and eat it oh, there. You're, oh, you're going straight pouch. No, actually, I'm not. You wouldn't put poor concept. cereal into your pockets. Not my pockets, yeah. no. Somebody else's Someone pockets. pockets. <laughs> One of those middle pockets of a hoodie. That'd be class. There's no way you put cereal in the middle pocket of a hoodie. No. no. I'd get one of those bags that runners use for water. <laughs> and I'd have that full of cereal. You know, and we I'd do sell hoodies at the Here's for Hire store that you could Very get and fill plug. with cereal. That would be heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. It's cereal for hires. Se- heroes for cereals. Heroes for Cheerios? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's close Did enough. Did they ever reply to you? Or? Uh, no, I've been really hounding them, but they constantly, mm. they don't want the fucking sponsorship. I don't know what the deal is. Send them a picture of a kangaroo. <laughs> be like, this no is our context. manager. <laughs> <laughs> they, they listen like they're going to listen could be us, but you playing <laughs> kangaroo jack um, Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news and I have possibly the saddest story for anyone who's ever ran for office a city council candidate loses by one vote after not voting for himself oh no <laughs> you it's your own fault really yeah yeah so this like, is a local election in Washington state it it could have come down to a kind toss. Instead, one of the candidates, Ryan Rott, had won by a single vote when his opponent, Damien Green, didn't vote. But Ryan Rott did, and he voted for himself. Is it... You're meant to vote for yourself. Like, you had that big did, like, picture thing where you yeah. go in and put the vote in. It's like, what if he actually voted for the other guy? Just accidentally. <coughs> yeah, sorry. He didn't know how ballot forms worked. He was like, I'm going to put an X here because I don't want it's just him. It's a scene from Airplay with like, all the sweat falling down his face as he's in trying to wipe it off his brow. Um, yeah. The two were competing for a seat in the city council in Rainier, a community of approximately 2,400 people. Um, Mr. Rott, who's a landfill manager and father of four, ran a campaign. Full stop. Great. He canvassed he ran voters. A campaign. He handed out yard signs and he marched in the town's parade. Mr. Green, an auto body technician whose household includes six children, chose not to campaign, trusting that voters would remember his stances from a previous run. <laughs> wow. And he still got close to 50% <laughs> he, of the vote. He still nearly won, except by one vote. 
How? What does that say about the other fella? Mm. If you're How rot, I feel you. You feel good, but do you feel ver- like vindicated? You know, objectively, fifty percent of voters don't want you there, and they and they would rather someone they never know and never seen in the past four years. Someone than who you. didn't bother their whole advertising their campaign. Yeah, that Over that's gonna you. hurt the confidence. There's no way you're going home with a smiley face. No, not a chance. It, if, like this if, was a, a, if this was a TV show, he's at the celebratory, like big party, everyone's celebrating, camera cuts to him, he's smiling, and then he looks into the distance, into the darkness, and there's a, just a just a sadness in his eyes, because he knows. Yeah. That's, and it cuts to another shot later on, he's sitting by himself in a corner. <laughs> Looking out the window, it's phone. raining. It's raining. Yeah, his fucking seal is playing. Fucking uh, seal. Fucking Ronan Keaton is playing in the background. So I was in a fucking bar in Japan and they started playing Ronan Keating and I thought I was having a panic attack. <laughs> it was like, where, where did I just travel to? Ronan Keaton is loved up and down the world, lad. Oh, he's a worldwide star. It's a he's, sensation, so he is. Pitbull can't compete. Here's the thing, right? Rona Keaton came out of Boyzone in 1999 or 2000 or whatever that was, and he fucking hit hard. He had two baggers straight out. Then he just was set. It was fine. Yeah, just made his money. Went on. If you don't know who Rona Keaton is, I would advise you to look up, uh, which one are you going for? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Roller coaster? What's, I'm the, what's Life the is a roller coaster, you just gotta ride it. What's the name of that one? Is that Ronan or is that Boys on themselves? No, that's Ronan. Ronan Keaton. That's Ronan all day, lad. Look, I'm just, I, I, He has the video uh, in the past, oh, he's spinning Connor, around. Connor, Connor, Connor. It's called Life is a Roller Coaster from 2000, of yeah. course. But. You got When You Say Nothing at All. Oh. You oh. got. Yeah. I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> His cover, time after time from 2009. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say they're all baggers, but there's definitely two baggers. No matter what is actually pretty good. Like, we're going to have the back rolling as he's one of our own. That's true. Is he, he, yeah, he's he's achievable to get on the show, I think. (laughs) There's no way. Rodan, what do you think of Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) If you had to fight a kangaroo, Rodan, how would you go about it? No jokes? What are we talking here? I see, but I feel like a kangaroo would listen to music, you know, like casually. <laughs> this is the, doesn't matter though. He'd still go down to nunchucks. That's true. What? How would you fight a kangaroo? No oh, nunchucks. Oh, no nunchucks. Okay. Well, yeah. if I was, and does the kangaroo know I'm coming or not? No. But does he hit put out on him? He knows he's wanted. He doesn't know by you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm taking. Uh, one of those um, f- pens but it's like a James Bond pen and you yeah. pull off the top and it becomes a, sm- a, a wire and then oh. I sneak up behind the neck wire you're around gonna, the neck James Bond you're style. garroting the kangaroo um, that's what I'm thinking yeah okay that's a man that's a brutal deck <laughs> I want to see the light die from his eyes <laughs> Jesus are you okay <laughs> it's a fictional kill <laughs> I just picked the most gruesome way. Why does it have to be a pen? Why can't you just bring the I want wire? the James Bond pen. <laughs> I just really want that pen. I just I really want cool. that technology, lad. 
<laughs> want that to exist in the world. But like, imagine someone comes up to you because because see what you're missing that is the pain also kind of works as a bit of a nunchuck because if you start swinging it, the wire starts coming uh, here out. Here we go. We're on the yeah. nunchucks. See, again. <laughs> I got the nunchucks past you without getting them past you. You know what I mean? How heavy is that pen? Are you just flicking a, a light pen? At 64 pounds. <laughs> 64 pounds. That's bomb kind of weight. Yeah. And I got two of them. What's that, like 30 kilos? Yeah. <laughs> very strong. It's a heavy pen. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't run because I can't run with them. Yeah. You have two pens connected by a wire. <laughs> and, okay, how are you killing a kangaroo? Oh, big fucking baseball bat with a load of nails in it. That's got to be worse than what I said. No, one quick one, it'd be done. There's no way one quick one kills it. If you got the adrenaline going, even if you got nails in it, you gotta hit, you gotta go headshot, and there's gonna be a lot of blood. Yeah, but that, but it's kinder in the end than choking about. What are you talking about, kinder? You're, you're saying if you put nails into a baseball bat and beat yeah. someone to death with that, that's kinder than just choking them out when they don't even know you're there. I'm not beating him to death per se. Well, you're, you're not beating him to death. It's one good swing to alive. the head. I'm not. It's not repeatedly. You but know, he's not going to die with one swing. Yeah, he is. There's a load of nails in. <laughs> yeah. But even if he got a load of nails, adrenaline's pumping at that stage. He's got to keep going. How much work do you think adrenaline does in the animal I mean, body? I've seen get stabbed. You don't even know it, lad. When have you gotten stabbed? Annie, I'm stabbed right now. I got stabbed before You're we started. Right now. <laughs> I, before we start recording, I get one small knife and put it in my leg. And I say, right, that wasn't come out until the end of the show. Jeez, I have a can of monster and that doesn't yeah, for me. We all have our ways. <laughs> it's just all methods. It's podcasting all, world. To this, right? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how we got there from fucking uh, th- this person losing by one vote in his fucking race. Oh, yeah, we did. that was the story, wasn't it? Um, in an interview on Wednesday, Mr. Green, uh, who said he, would, he wished he had voted, but not for himself. I ran for other people, not for me, he said, adding that at the public forum before the November 7th vote, he learned that he and Mr. Roth held similar views. Oh, so in a way, it's fine. So in a way, he's saying it doesn't matter, and also I didn't really want to do it anyway. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I'm glad I didn't The win, reason actually. why we're talking about it now is it took them a whole month to count the votes because they had to be voted, tr- they had to count three times. The last time, by hand, one by one through the ballots. Because they were like, this is way too close. Yeah. Um, so for several days after the election, the results appeared to be a tie. Finally, Mr. Rott inched ahead by one ballot. It took them a ho- nearly a whole month to certify the win after a mandatory hand recount last week. See, I think, like, the more recounts you do, does that not make it more likely that you lose a ballot somewhere? Because you're throwing out all the tickets and stuff and, you know, things get lost. So you're what you're saying is it's it's rigged. I look I'm I'm saying stop the vote, stop the count, you know. And <laughs> keep counting. <laughs> keep keep counting. Stop yeah, the please. vote, but count my votes. Count 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 the votes, please, by C- all means. Count count my ones, but only yeah. for him, stop that fucking count. Get rid of those. Get rid of those. Those don't matter. Look at all the ones I have. (laughs) I've got loads. Don't even look at his. (laughs) Right? Um, If it wasn't drawn, it'd have to design it by a kind toss. That seems wild. Yeah. But also, 
if if it's 50-50, that's the most 50-50 thing in the world. Mm, true. Is there like a special coin you would use? What do you mean like a special perfectly coin? perfectly balanced. Like, because you can't, like, I don't know, maybe you could, maybe there's a shit coin in someone's pocket. Sorry, hang on. What do you mean by shit coin? Like, if you're, if, if your government uses a coin... If... Are all coins not fairly fucking similar that you could no. flip most of them and it'll come up 50-50? Yeah, if you're in a bar making a bet with your friends. Right. But if you're a government, surely there has to be some standardised coin that's perfect. I realise there's only 2,400 people in this town. <laughs> but what so that, you want on a larger call, scale? You want them to call the CIA and then no. to unveil the secret perfectly balanced 50-50 coin from their lab. No, I want them to call the lads who made the perfect kilogram in fucking CERN or wherever right. it is. And then get them to make a coin <laughs> and flip that. Right, but what if... And hear me out. You just kind of went maybe down to the very first floor of the building, found the first person you've seen, and just said, can I have one coin, no matter how small it is? And then you have a 50-50 coin that is completely unbiased. What coins do they have in America? A nickel, a dime, a nickel, a dime, a quarter? Yeah, you're flipping a quarter, surely. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I think it does. It's the same principle. Yeah, but the like, there's no like. It's not very <laughs> grandiose. You're telling it? me, would you have a better or worse <coughs> chance of winning with a five cent coin rather than a fifty cent coin? I think there's a difference. In what way? The coins are different weights. But they're yeah, but the weight, but but that is the weight of it's it's weighted the same on I both think sides. Coins are different weights on different sides, just very small amounts. Hmm. (laughs) he's actually speechless I thought thought, what are you talking about (laughs) because some of the writings on coins are bigger on one side right but it has writing on both sides it's butter on toast Connor it's like butter on toast it's not (laughs) it makes one side slight very small are coins perfectly weighted are coins perfectly Balanced is what was suggested. Uh, It's not 50-50 at all. Um, The way many coins are made, the head side can weigh more, meaning it will fall on that side. So then it's all coins? It's just all coins. So you were saying get a good one, but all of them are rigged. Which is why we need to invest in the perfect coin. Oh, okay. So, all right. So what you're telling me is basically we got to build our own coin. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, we we perfectly shave it down. What's the way to do it though? Because do you make two coins that are the same weight and stick them together? But then you've made two coins. <laughs> you just made one big coin. You made one big coin. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a sandwich and you chop it in half, do you have two sandwiches or one sandwich chopped in half? Oh, that's a that's a big one. How do you t- do? You, how do you cut your sandwiches in half? Well, you see. If you cut it down the middle, which is what I do, that's big boy stuff. But cut it, t- try it, t- edge or um, corner to corner, it tastes nicer. It really tastes nice. few chips or crisps on the side. Little bit of salad. <laughs> you're laughing. I think you're making something different now. You're just kind of... Bit why of salt why on did the they start adding crisps to the fucking side of... Or chips to the side of the fucking sandwiches? Would you wish? When did they do that? Yeah, why... why who started that? 
I don't. It depends on if you go to a sandwich joint that like you're paying like twelve quid for a sandwich. You want to make it worth your while. They're just trying to fill chips. the plate, is what you're telling me, right? If yeah, we're potatoes ourselves. are cheap, so yeah, because like nobody's know. serving me a soup and they give me a big bag of chips. Oh, did, did I tell you my plan or my my idea? No, but I'm assuming you, it's fucking dumb. But go on. You know soup. You know soup. I know the concept of soup. Yes, that with a hash brown. <laughs> Your, all of your concepts are something with a hash brown. <laughs> it works. What can I say? We went for a roll at the weekend, and you were like hash brown straight away. Just go get a hash brown. Go get a hash brown in this. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I didn't in the end. No, you got a salad roll. Got a salad roll, egg, lettuce, tomato. Not enough hash brown. Cheese. No, no hash brown at all. In fact. A hash brown would have really made that fucking roll sing. I tell you that. It would have, oh, the bit of heat off the hash brown, the crunch, oh, it would have been unrivaled. <laughs> Do you know steak? But there was no hash browns. Do you know steak? Yeah, no steak, yeah. Hash brown. Yeah, that would work, that would work really <laughs> well, actually. Name it, name anything, like, it, it goes with everything. <laughs> Cheese board, hash brown. Hash brown. If you stick a hash brown in anything, it's made better. Yeah. You, here's one for you. Fondue. There's no way hash brown makes that better. Yeah, oh, 100% that makes that better. <laughs> Chocolate you fondue or cheese fondue? Cheese fondue. Okay. Chocolate fondue, I'd wager, would work okay. I don't think Sweet chocolate fondue works with... Like, I think the salt and sweetness doesn't work. Salt and chocolate is nice. I get I get the, I get the hesitation, mm. but I just feel it could work. I don't like chocolate and popcorn. But chocolate and popcorn's weird, yeah. Because you can't, it gets all over your hands when you're picking it up. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that People, like, you know, like people get the M&Ms or whatever, they stick it in the fucking popcorn. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know me, I'm a basic bitch, right? My brain can only concentrate on one flavour portion at a time, right? I mean, the chocolates, yeah. then move it on to the popcorn, or vice versa. That's, I do popcorn first, then chocolate. But yeah, mm. I get what you mean. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, See, M&Ms, minstrels, I'll allow these things because of the hard shell that it doesn't melt no, the chocolate. My, my, I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair I ate Revels in the cinema once and I didn't know what was coming next you're a wild awful. man it's lunacy <laughs> you don't anyway. want that you don't want that raisin okay we're no. moving on <laughs> um, shall I have a thing for you there now for with two do you know I do I do there now come here to me now come here to me go to me now come here, come here to me now uh, I have a thing with two thieves that I feel like Kind of reminds me of... Do you remember that time that guy was serving the life sentence and then he died for three minutes and then he claimed, technically, I now have served my life sentence. My life ended and then I came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to let me out. Convicted thieves argue for lesser charge because the items that they stole were on sale. Oh. Hmm. That's... That's... so, so, So... If the sentence was based on the retail value, fair enough. So the, how, how, it works, how it works is, <laughs> this is in Colorado, is that yeah. if a theft is more than two grand, it's a felony theft. And if it's less than two grand, it's a misdemeanor. The uh, price of the things that were stolen was $2,094. And right. the thieves are saying in court that... They should be given a misdemeanor because a lesser, maybe a lesser charge as the items that were stolen were being offered on sale. Interesting. Mm. See, 
and as they're obvious like you're their lawyer so I wanted to bring it to you to be like does that hold up in court you have a law degree you've passed the bar Sean it, well like people like say okay say you insure something valuable mm. right it doesn't matter what you bought it for it's what it's worth Oh, so like I kid paid 50 cent for a Superman comic back in the day that's worth 10 grand now mm. it's insured for 10 grand that's what it's worth that's what it's worth if it's stolen. So from the store, these these things were only worth pennies on the dollar. <laughs> and so now they're basically innocent. I didn't let them off. <laughs> I didn't give it to them. I think capitalism has ruined it. I think yeah. those guys want to go in and steal some things. Allow them to steal a few things. What was being stealed? Um... It doesn't actually say specifically what they stole. <coughs> it just says that they it was in a cold store. Um, and Colts. so... Cold. So that we don't have them in Ireland. So I don't actually no. know what they sell. But K-O-H-L. Coles is a supermarket doing groceries. So they stole over two grand's worth of food there. But they also said that they, oh, they, they stole high-end KitchenAid appliances um, in addition mm. to some shoes and clothing. So they stole right. a lot of that. But at the same time, they said not only were those things on sale, but they also had coupons on their, premi- on their bodies, in their wallets, that would have given okay. them a discount. <laughs> no, that, now lads... You had no intention of paying. Yeah, the, so, I think the coupons don't really hold up. No, you also presumably had some money in your wallets as well that True. went unused. True. So I think coupons, <coughs> their lawyer might be pushing it to be, yeah. bring that up. Look, Judge, we'll, t- we'll leave that one aside. We're but not- if they're selling them for more less than two grand, technically that's what they were worth. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah, if they were getting, like, that's what the store valued them at. Yeah. So if you're talking about what the amount that was stolen, the amount of money that that store lost on, out on by those products being stolen rather than bought, that would have been less than two grand. Oh, oh, fuck. So that's what this, that's less than two grand was stolen from the store. So what are we saying? We're saying probably innocent. Maybe just let them off. Uh, no, they get the misdemeanor <laughs> for sure. Like, well, unfortunately, um, the the district attorney did not agree, saying just because an item is on sale doesn't mean it's free to steal. And that these defendants now no one's to- arguing that, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> I object. Object. Stop it now. <laughs> sure, stall the fucking ball, right? For a second there now, right, John? Yeah. Come here to me. I'm not saying that they're free to steal it. I'm saying the price of those things is what the store set out. If the store yeah. had sold all of those products on that exact day, it would have come to under two grand. If they stole it on that exact day, you can't just start adding prices back up just because no. they're stolen. And I and I wager as well, your your your, your holiness, that <laughs> your holiness. if you were to buy those items at the discounted price, yeah, and then try to return them to the store <gasps> later, you don't get the full price of no, those items. They give you back the sale price, lad. Give you back the sale price. Mm, your holiness. <laughs> My liege. <laughs> My noble steed will see me out now. So I, I, I think this other lawyer doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And uh, so one of them got 18 months and the other one was sentenced to 90 days in, in jail um, as on an 18 months of probation. 
So right. was already in jail before. Yeah, so he just has to behave for eighteen months. Yeah, basically. Okay, but like, I still, I still think it should be the misdemeanor. To be honest, it's not comedy. Genuinely, I think that's no, they, genu- no that's, I'm fucking being serious here. Like, let, let leave them off. It's the most important thing going on in the world right now. <laughs> And so we're going to finish Weird News this week because I wanted to bring to you the perfect event, the fir- per- the perfect games that I feel oh. like would be perfectly suited to us because we have a certain man that has appeared on this show, a very famous man outside this podcast, just in general. Um, he comes from a certain place in America mm. and he gets up to some scrapes. Who is that man, Sean? That would be... Um uh, uh, it's Florida Man. It's Florida Man, right? I'm trying to think of literally anyone else but Florida, Florida Man. Florida Man. You could have said Batman, maybe Superman. Batman would have been good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that came to my head, genuinely, was uh, Clark Gable. Uh, old school actor Clark Gable. I don't know why. <laughs> the most American man I could think of. <laughs> Gone with the wind. What about Chickless? Could have said Chickless, actually. Could have said Chickless, always Would have been a callback as well. It would have been a real good yeah, joke. Yeah, um, But, Sean, the Florida Man Games are coming oh. next year to Florida. And are we doing a live commentary I, I think this? they're bringing us in as the commentary. Yeah, we're the duo, obviously. Yeah. We're, or we're like, they throw it to us in between little sections, you know. Yeah, we so, we entertain look, the, the Olympics, pff, fine. Who gives a shit? It's grass. Yeah. yeah. Like, people train their whole lives. But, like, pfft, who cares? You can run real fast. Well done. Right? I want the Florida Man game, which is described as the most insane athletic showdown on earth in the inaugural Florida Man Games competition. The competitions will include beer belly wrestling, a mud duel where contestants will grapple in a tub of wet slop, and an evading arrest obstacle course where guys will run through backyards and leap over fences while being pursued by real law enforcement officers. And the the law enforcement are okay with this? Yeah. Because they're hoping to actually catch them. They're hoping that if they get one, they actually... There's probably a, a one in two chance they have committed a crime. There is a decent chance that, yeah, they actually solve an unsolved case. Um, the hoster of the show um, said, this is basically determined the most Florida man of all the Florida men. Um, I feel it's a false economy, though, mm. because you're not getting real Florida man. The true Florida man is in jail. Yes. Yeah. The, bit, the, the most Florida man ever has already been caught. Mm. So this is you, who's be a- your most Florida man ever? Oh, it's the dude who was waving an American flag facing down a hurricane shouting, come get me, bro. I think I think mine's got to be the hamster wheel guy. Yeah, the, who just continually tries to cross the ocean in a hamster just, wheel. Just made himself a hamster wheel. He just keeps getting blown off course. He's like, nah, go for it again. There was the fella who burned down his own house because he thought there was vampires. That's true. To be fair, yeah. a fair thing to do. A solid move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mad Mike was up there for a while. Oh yeah, Mad Mike. Yeah, yeah, Built yeah. a rocket, built his own steam-powered rocket. To yeah, prove he, he was wanted bad. to set himself into space. Yeah, um, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to Mike. 
Um, you can probably see where that went. Um, yep. <laughs> we've had a few. Um, there was a person. I do like a Florida. The Florida woman who um, said the cocaine. The the breeze blew the cocaine onto her lap in the car. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm. That's not mine, officer. Yeah, it's not mine. The wind blew it in. Um, yeah, the classic defense. The ultimate Florida one. man jumped a bridge one time. Remember that? The which one? Uh, the bridge was like open. Oh, yeah, up, he jumped. And he just jumped. <laughs> And he made it. It was class. <laughs> um, so I wanted to throw an event that gave people the chance to experience a day in the life of a Florida man without the fear of being arrested, said Peter Melfi. You need Melfi. the fear. Wait, you need the fear. The fear is what drives them. Well, yeah. actually, technically, they're not afraid of anything because they don't have that much brain. It's the forethought they're lacking. But they uh, have fear. <laughs> um, so explaining that he originally conceived the day as a... Um, half a K beer run before the idea took on a life of its own he added to my surprise we had a ton of volunteers in the sheriff's office who stepped up to chase down some Florida men um, so other attractions on the day will include the opportunity for attendees to get their picture taken with a real alligator <laughs> Okay, it's coming back around to be an absolute trash. <laughs> the best mullet contest, a Florida mam event, and the day will culminate in a 911 fight night brawl of the badges boxing match between Floridian police officers and firefighters. <laughs> Get chickless involved. <laughs> But also, while this is going on, the real Florida men are out committing crimes. I think this might be a, sh- a brilliant scheme by actual Florida men yeah. to get this started. Wait until this happens, and then maybe do some real dumb stuff. Yeah. Do you know, like, it sounds like, like, to be fair, it sounds like the Netflix version of Florida men is what they're lining up here. It it sounds like, yeah, the televite, the new Squid Game take, where they yeah. take something that's pure and turn it into, I don't know, something that is not so... Well, yeah, they took a commentary on capitalism and turned it into capitalism. Yeah. I don't know if Florida Man is a commentary on capitalism, though. No, he's more of a reactionary public figure. <laughs> he's just something that exists. He's, he's, he's an ethos. He's an idea. Yeah, he's a force of nature. Yeah, he's a dark knight. There will always be a Florida Man. <laughs> like, no matter where you are, mostly in Florida... There is going to be a Florida man who is doing something dumb. Yes. Agree. Yeah. The also very briefly on the subject of weird like like the Netflix version of Squid Game and just weird things that exist now. Do you see that that Karen's Diner thing is coming to Ireland? I've no idea what you're talking about. There's this fucking diner and it's where the staff treat customers like absolute shit and that's the gimmick. It's the worst thing I've ever seen, and I hate it. But why? Why would you want that? I don't know. I don't know because you go and you just presumably film it the whole time and post it on fucking Instagram or whatever. <laughs> it's the worst. And I this hate is why it. we're never we're never going to get that clout. Because no, like I would just be like, why are you being mean to me? Yeah, stop. <laughs> just like I just I'd put like the old hand on the shoulder, like what's going on? Like yeah. seriously. They're also opening on O'Connell Street in Dublin. Like, genuinely, I think someone's going to get hit <laughs> in that place. Like, if you tried that on some old Irish lad. Yeah. Like, Someone who doesn't know the bitch. Doesn't going know the in. gimmick. And maybe out yeah. for Christmas shopping. An older, an older gentleman out for Christmas shopping with his granddaughters. 
and they're just yeah. walking around and neither of them are old enough to quite know the concept either so they're maybe like 12 10 they will stop in for something to eat this is a new diner looks nice they walk in they get started treating like shit that's not ending well if someone says something no. to one of those granddaughters that's game over Oh, that's that's the that's that place is up in smoke. <laughs> up in smoke, boy. Smoke. Um, I don't. Yeah, stuff like that. I don't know if that will. I mean, if you're into that, if you're into getting people shout, people shout at you, like yeah, fight. Like go, go on. I suppose. Where's but, the market? Like there can't be a massive market. No, it's very very niche. <laughs> it certainly doesn't warrant multiple locations. I no. Um, Sean, Florida Man Games, who wins? Is what, We've named a, quite a few Florida men. It's true. I mean, like, the ultimate Florida man in my head is that guy facing down nature itself. But I think the Florida blind. man in the hamster wheel would have the athletic ability to keep up with him in any sort of athletic competition. That is true. That is true. He'd be very hard to wrestle. If he's in Whereas Hurricane wheel. guy would face up to the police officers in the police chase game and would just mm. be like, I'm not afraid of you, but ultimately he would be caught immediately. Would I don't feel a Florida man ever gets away. <laughs> I think they always have to be caught. It's true. Like Cabin in the Woods, like you always have to suffer. Yeah, you have you to know? you have to die somehow. Yeah. It always happens. Mm. It's inevitable. Mm. <laughs> like that us. Um, yeah. So that is taking place next year, February 24th, 2024. Hey, we'll be, we will be we will waiting be there. on the results. Yeah, we will be we there. We will be there. We'll um, be courtside. <laughs> courtside commentating. Uh, Sean, that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week, Connor. Do you want me to try and take us out? I feel like you have it in you. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero next Wednesday with another Weird News Wednesday. And we're always over on Patreon with extra shows and stuff like that. Speaking of Patreon, big thank you to all of our patrons over there. Uh, Roisin and Baby Ben Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever and congrats Roisin on your baby Helmroos. Uh, Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost kind of wants to hear the proposal story. Uh, told it over on the Patreon review, uh, if True. you want to check it out. Uh, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine are debating which is cuter, Sean's proposal in Japan or Connor's proposal on the Pelp. We got married. Oh, we got. We did get married. It was mm-hmm. a lovely ceremony. None of you showed up. Uh, Russ, okay, Sean, never mind hilarious anecdotes. I need Japanese ones involving either Pokemon or marriage proposal. Perfect. Patreon. Uh, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsy subscribe to the Patreon. Kira Lawler, Judge Lahey, The Amazing World of Keza, Kyle Borowski, Luke is back to the future of days past. <laughs> Rory screamed when he was responded to on Twitter and Sean and Sean's girlfriend Charlotte, who was forced to listen to the podcast and over time has learned to love a true osmosis. Those names seemed funny at the time, but now that you're sick, it kind of seems sad. <laughs> it's really, you're really just laughing at a man on his last fucking breath. Well, keep it up. <laughs> More. Uh, no, thank you everyone who supports over there. I really appreciate it. There is a merch store as well. Here's for hire.e forward slash shop. Twitter is at here's for hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Diddleman's discussion group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. There's the one, please. <laughs> I think that's about it. Well, I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.